Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Zdenek from Zdenek's English Podcast. And this is another mini lesson for you to show you what sort of brand new features Zdenek's English Podcast um, has got. And this is something that will soon be available only to patrons of Zdenek's English Podcast. So if you want to support Zdenek's English Podcast and get more out of it, uh, you obviously can. All you need to do is to pledge as little as $1 a month through podbean.com. Just find the next English podcast and click become patron. It's as easy as this. And the benefit that you are getting is, well, this, these mini lessons, basically. So um, this mini lesson is going to be uh, based on the previous live show, which is... Um, the live show that I recorded with Claire and uh, we talked about history and this time I'm going to be focusing on teaching you some pronunciation specifically I'll be exploring the the topic of uh, weak forms so that weak forms is it's something that is often neglected by English teachers and learners don't realize it and it's often the cause of misunderstanding and difficulties that especially beginners and people who are starting with English have. Because weak forms, ladies and gentlemen, make it, often make it uh, difficult for us to understand what native speakers say. So what am I even talking about here? Weak forms have to do with the schwa sound, the uh sound, yeah? It's a vowel sound, the most common vowel sound, in fact, uh sound. And that's when your, your mouth is in the central position. In English language, it appears almost everywhere, pretty much. It can be at the beginning of a word, in the middle, or at the end of the word. So, if you take the word computer, com so it's at the beginning, computer. Pewter at the end, t, uh, yeah. Just remember one thing: um, whenever there is a schwa sound, the syllable that contains it is never ever stressed. Yeah, we never stress the schwa, uh, the schwa sound, or let's say, the syllable where the schwa sound is is never stressed. Now, what's what are weak forms? So weak forms are. It's basically, a weak form is a way you can pronounce a word. It can be pronounced in either uh, its strong form or a weak form. And this specifically um, has to do with grammatical words, usually very short grammatical words, the, one of the most common words in the language, such as auxiliary verbs like have, has, do, uh, what else? Um... Uh, what what other auxiliary verbs do we have? Does, yeah, does, definitely does as well. Did, uh, did is an auxiliary verb, but did, yeah, we don't really say did, so not that. But anyway, um, also prepositions like to or for, little words like as or even the and an, you know, all these words can be said in their weak form um, so how should we how should I approach this basically the way I do these mini lessons is that I want to uh, you know 
give you context from the episode, which is the most natural way to teach any language. So I'm doing it by the book. I'm doing it exactly as it should be done. As an English teacher, I'm well aware of the fact that you have to teach any target language in context. So in these mini lessons, I'll be teaching vocabularies such as idioms, phrasal verbs. Last time I, the last time I was teaching you some adjectives, descriptive adjectives. I hope you like that episode. So um, yeah, so it could be vocabulary, like I said, or it could be grammar. Yeah, I'm sure grammar, you all know what grammar is, right? And this time it's pronunciation. So it all comes from the previous episodes. And I always publish these baby lessons alongside those episodes so that you don't have to wait very long and it's, it's all logical. Okay. So now, after this long-winded conversation, after this long-winded, not conversation, introduction, let's get down to business. These episodes will be typically 10 minutes long and I'm going to leave in uh, all my mistakes. It's, they are not getting edited and there is no jingle. It's pretty much no messing about. But sometimes, as you can see, I end up doing a longer intro, especially if I need to introduce this project and explain how beneficial it can be to you. Okay, anyway, uh, I want to give you some examples of the schwa sounds used um, as uh, as weak forms. So, okay, I forgot we were catching up as early as last year. I forgot we were catching up as early as last year. That's something Claire said at the beginning of the episode. And basically... Here we have the past tense, past continuous tense, were catching up. So in this case, there is an auxiliary verb were, but we don't actually pronounce it were. Instead, uh, because this is an auxiliary verb, it's pronounced as were. Yes, we were catching up. We were, we were. It's much shorter, much more, much snappier. You, you can almost not hear it. Yeah, that's one of the reasons it's so difficult to learn English because some of the words are just not heard as loud as others. That's the idea of English. Yeah? And so also we have as early as last year. So not as, which would be the strong form, but as. Yeah? As, as, early as, as early as last year. As early as last year. So there you go. If you want, you can practice. I forgot we were catching up as early as last year. You can practice, repeat this, you know. By the way, speaking of strong forms, why, why do we sometimes use strong forms? Well, one thing I should say is that weak forms are more common. Uh, strong forms are sometimes used for special emphasis. For example, you could say we were, we were catching up last year. If, if I sort of want to emphasize the fact that we were catching up, for example, you don't you don't seem to believe in you don't seem to believe me, right? I would say, actually, we were catching up last year, right? So that's one way you could use a strong form, or sometimes uh, at the end of words, actually, the you know the, the final word in a sentence is usually one of the most important wo words of the whole sentence. So that's why you wouldn't really 
use a weak form there. For example, when it comes to prepositions, uh, I asked the question, what kind of school do you work for? So the preposition for at the end of that question is used in its strong form. So what kind of, what kind of school do you work for? I didn't say what kind of school do you work for. In any other places, the preposition for would be really used in its weak form. But when it's at the, at the end of uh, that question, it has to be pronounced in its full form. Also, uh, in question tags, we use strong forms. So, for example, you're happy. No, sorry. Uh, you aren't happy, are you? That's a bad example. I need to give you a better one. Sorry about that. Um, you weren't born last year. Were you? You don't say were you. You have to say were you, right? Because it's a question tag. Anyway, uh, to give you more examples of weak forms, um, our methods as a teacher are so different to mine. Sorry, not our, but your methods as a teacher are so different to mine. Mine are very traditional. That's what Claire said. So, your methods... Your, me your methods, your methods, your methods. I think it's possible that Claire said your methods instead of your methods. So that would be a weak form of um, a possessive adjective. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you, Zdenek. Okay, so your methods. I think Claire said your methods, yeah? So it's another weak form. Not your methods, because there's no need to emphasize it. You just say your methods as a teacher. Again, as yeah, as a teacher, are so different. Now here, we have are, which sometimes is used as an auxiliary verb, but in this case, it has to have its strong form. And the reason is because it's the main verb in that sentence. Now, if we used are in, let's say, present continuous, for example, I am, no, 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 not I'm, you are listening now, you are listening now, right? say you're listening now not you are listening now um, now the reason is because the main verb is listening there so that's why we use the weak form of the auxiliary verb however here your methods as a teacher are so different to mine you don't say us uh, uh, so different to mine it just sounds weird you have to say are because it's the main verb of that sentence so different to mine uh, to mine, to mine, not to mine, but to mine, are so different to mine. Mine are very traditional. Again, are is the main uh, main verb in that sentence. So, you know, you can't really uh, use the weak form here. Now, here is a long sentence. All the time I was teaching English as a foreign language, and then I was tutoring some history and some music as well, I was aware that I was helping those who could pay, who couldn't, sorry, who could pay for it to get even further ahead. Uh, so, what's happening here? A lot of weak forms, so let's go through it. All the time, so the, yeah, it's a schwa sound. Uh, we don't say the, yeah, which would be the strong form of the. That all the time I was teaching, I was, was, Right, I was teaching um, English as a foreign language, as as a foreign as a foreign language, and then 
not and, but and, and then, and then, uh, I was tutoring, so I was, was, yeah, another weak form, some, some history, don't, not, you don't say some history, but if it were the last word of a question, do you have some, you don't say do you have some, you would say do you have some, for example, we're talking about uh, beer, yeah, do you have some? I don't have any. <laughs> so, some history and and again and some some music yeah so a lot of weak forms here as well as sorry not as well as as well right so uh, as i was aware so here actually it should be i was aware right but because claire said quite fast i was aware and also there is a link yeah? you say is aware i was aware um so it's kind of hard to hear it here, but um, I think it should be a strong form because it's the main verb of that sentence. I was aware that I was helping. So here I was helping was not was. I was helping those who could pay for it, who could could yeah not could. Um, you couldn't help me, could you? Here we, we in a question tag you have to say could, could you, not could you, but when it's uh, used as an auxiliary verb, who could pay for it? Could, could pay for it? Yeah, who could pay for it? For it, for is the again for, not for, but the weak form is for it. Again, there is a link, because the link happens when uh, a word ends with a with. A word ends with a consonant sound like for, there is a r sound, and then actually, which doesn't happen in British English, but because the following word it starts with a vowel sound, you say for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, to to get even further ahead, to to get yeah, so not to, but to get. Uh, but if to the preposition to is used at the end of a question, who are you talking to? Not who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to my listeners. <laughs> okay, and um, should should we leave it here? I think so. I think this is long enough. I think uh, I've done a good job of giving you some examples from the episode and hopefully you find it useful. Well, all you need to do, listeners, is whenever you use your English next time, just, um, just try to bear in mind that certain words um, just are considered less important and that's why they have less emphasis and these grammatical words when they are used in the middle of um, sentences and as auxiliary verbs they are often used or most most um, in most cases in vast majority of cases they are used as as weak forms okay that's it thank you very much for listening do let me know if you like these mini lessons and if you might consider signing up to Zdenek's English Podcast uh, patron um, program, let's call it program, and um, I will tell you how. If you don't know how, I'll tell you how, and you will receive pretty much one mini lesson every week. Okay, thanks for listening, and bye!